Wouldn't it be great if there were a pocket-sized guide that could help you sleep, focus, act, or be better? Well, there is. And if you have 10 minutes, Headspace can change your life. I know because it's definitely helped me too. Headspace is your daily dose of mindfulness in the form of guided meditations in an easy-to-use app. Headspace is the only meditation app advancing the field of mindfulness and meditation through clinically validated research. So whatever the situation, Headspace can really help you feel better. If you're overwhelmed, Headspace has three-minute SOS meditations for you. Need some help falling asleep? They can help you with wind-down sessions their members swear by. And for parents, Headspace even has stuff that you could do with your kids too. And their approach to mindfulness can help you reduce stress, improve sleep, boost focus, and increase your overall sense of well-being. Like I said, I use Headspace as well. I used to use it back in the day, then I got off of it for a while to use another tool. But then, honestly, I came back to it, and it's even better. The voicing, the meditation, it definitely, even just with five minutes a day, it really changes everything for me. It's backed by 25 published studies on its benefits, 600,000 five-star reviews, and over 60 million downloads. Incredible. So you deserve to feel happier, and Headspace is meditation made simple. So go to headspace.com slash SPI. That's headspace.com slash SPI for a free one-month trial with access to Headspace's full library of meditations for every situation. This is the best deal offered right now. Head to headspace.com slash SPI today. This is the Smart Passive Income Podcast with Pat Flynn, session number 234. Hello, hello. Welcome to the Smart Passive Income Podcast, where it's all about working hard now so you can sit back and reap the benefits later. And now your host, gamification is his true motivation, Pat Flynn. What's up, everybody? Pat Flynn here. Thank you so much for joining me today in session 234 of the SPA podcast. I appreciate it. I'm really excited because, you know, we've interviewed a lot of guests of all different ages here on the show, all the way down to, I think, age eight at one point. We had a guest. Uh, She was amazing. We have another person on the show who is quite young, a little bit older, has uh, graduated high school, but she started her entrepreneurial journey while she was in high school. She's the founder of teensgotsense.com, also uh, the founder of the Teenpreneur Conference, and just an amazing person. She does consulting, and she's she's so young, and it makes me think sometimes, like, man, what was I doing back then? And I only wish I had learned about this entrepreneur stuff much earlier. So if you happen to have teens or young kids, even if they're not teenagers yet, this will be a very inspiring episode. And even if you're not a teen, I would still recommend you listen to this because this is something that's definitely been motivating for me, and it definitely gives me the kick in the pants to just, man, I gotta get my stuff done because there are some young guns out there who are doing some amazing things and I, and I gotta catch up. So I'm more than happy to have had this chat with Eva Baker and share this with you today. Again, she's the founder of teensgotsense.com and also the Teenpreneur Conference, somebody who I've met a couple times in the past uh, at the Financial Blogger Conference and just incredibly, incredibly inspiring and so much energy with her. You'll, you'll hear her and what she's been up to and how she got started and what her plans are for the future. So here we go. All right, I'm online with Eva Baker. Eva, thank you so much for coming to the show. Welcome to the Smart Passive Income Podcast. How are you? I'm doing great. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, absolutely. I'm really excited to talk to you because, you know, I have two kids myself. They're only six and three, but, you know, they're going to be teenagers one day. And uh, that's really who you speak to. You help teenagers learn entrepreneurship. And I think that's so cool. And you also talk to the parents of teenagers and kids to help them encourage their kids to 
pursue entrepreneurship too. So before we get into all that and, and talk about you know that whole world, I'd love to know more about your story. When did you start to get involved in entrepreneurship? I mean, I'm thinking about my journey. I didn't even consider myself to be an entrepreneur until almost my late 20s. But here you are uh, starting out as a, as a teenager already doing that. What, why? What, 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 what's your origin story? So my family, uh, me and my brother, we were homeschooled growing up. And for my junior and senior year of high school, my mom wanted me to complete some kind of meaningful project, something to just grow life skills and communication skills and all of that good stuff. So I had to do a project, but I got to choose what it was about. And I had absolutely no idea what I wanted to do my project on because maybe I didn't really want to do a school project, but you know, I had to. Um, and around that time, my parents were going through a divorce and my mom was just trying to get back on her feet financially. And so she wanted to read The Total Money Makeover by Dave Ramsey. Mm. But she didn't want to spend the money buying the book. So we went to the library and they only had it on audio tape. And so at 15, I had to listen to it with her in the car, which was not thrilling to me <laughs> at all. Um, but as I was listening, I was really understanding, um, you know, what he was saying. And, you know, money had never been something that was taboo in our family. My parents had done the envelope system with me and my brother since I was five and all, had always been very open with us. Um, about their budget and very hands-on and trying to educate us and, and those kinds of things. So as I was listening to him, uh, to Dave, and he's you know talking about these baby steps that you can take to get yourself out of debt and to start saving for your retirement, you know I just started thinking I don't I don't want to ever have to follow this plan and take these steps. I don't ever want to have debt in the first place. Um, and so, you know, of course, I had been fortunate enough that my parents had educated me somewhat on on budgeting. And so I started looking online just to kind of find some more education. And there's really not a lot out there for teens. Of course, there are so many great resources for adults to help them make a budget, help them get themselves out of debt, help them save for their retirement. There was, mm -hmm. There's really no education for teens online, and it's not happening in schools. A lot of parents don't feel qualified to give that kind of education. So, you know, kids grow up and we go off to college and we get a massive amount of student loan debt and credit card debt because we don't know any better. No one, no one taught us how to handle our money. And so as I realized those things, I decided what I wanted my project to be. And I launched my website, teenscottsense.com, where I blog about things like, you know, how to get good deals when you're shopping and how to save your money, how to you know, budget, just basic budgeting skills, how to go to college debt-free, how to get a great part-time job, all of those kinds of things. And as I've been growing up and, you know, bought my first car, going to college, just sharing those experience in hopes of giving teens that basic knowledge of how to handle money wisely. Because I believe that the sooner you can do that, the sooner you can start reaching your goals. So after you, so that was for the school project. Yes. And you've since then just kept it going, right? And how much has it grown since then? It has grown a lot. I never, you know, I just expected to be doing this for, for two years until I graduated. And every year it just kind of grew and grew and is now my full-time business. And I absolutely love it. Um, one of the opportunities that I've had because of the website is getting to attend FinCon, which is where I met you, mm -hmm. which is, of course, a conference that is all for personal finance bloggers. And so I was 17 the first time I went, coming to this very professional conference. I'd never been to any kind of conference like that before. I had no idea 
how these people were going to accept me or what they were going to think of this 17-year-old who had been blogging for two months. Um, but I went and I was so amazed with um, the people that I found there. It is such a great community of business owners who, although we're all kind of in the same market, we're all kind of competitors in some way, um, everyone just comes together to encourage and support each other in what I think is a, a beautiful way. And I have to attribute a lot of the success I've had um, with Teen Scott since to the FinCon community, um, helping me out and teaching me everything I didn't know when I was first starting and allowing me to guest post and be on their podcasts and all of those kinds of things. So it's been, it's been a great community to be a part of that I've absolutely loved. And because of that, going to this conference, I, I thought to myself, hey, it would be really cool if I hosted a conference for teens. And I thought I had a really great idea at the time that I would host a conference all about personal finance where teens could come and learn how to you know, avoid student loan debt and learn how to budget and all of this stuff. And I, I thought it was going to be great. And then I woke up one morning, I was kind of still like in the beginning stages of planning that and realized that's the most boring conference ever. No one's going to want to come to that. No teen <laughs> is going to want to come to that conference. So I kind of put that on the back burner. And last year at FinCon, as I was sitting around all of these amazing other entrepreneurs and, and business owners, I, I just, it really got me thinking that I wish I had a way to connect with people my own age on that kind of level and, and experience um, the kind of camaraderie that I was experienced with with everyone at FinCon with, with other teens. Mm -hmm. And so that gave me the idea to host a conference for teen entrepreneurs. So that is what I've been working on for the past about 10 months planning this conference. It's the Teenpreneur Conference. So it's for teens who have their own business or who are interested in starting one or teens who are just interested in entrepreneurship in general can come and, you know, we're going to have classes like, you know, how to write out a business model and how to use social media effectively, how to communicate well with your customers, all of these types of things that you need to know when running a business. Um, but more than that, I want the conference to be a place where teens can experience the kind of atmosphere that I've experienced at FinCon of, of teens who are getting behind each other in a real way and supporting one another and having fun together and and promoting one another. Um, and so that's, that is my dream. And the conference is coming up very soon. And I'm really excited about it. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm excited to hear about it, too. By the time this episode comes out, the conference will have already happened. So best of luck to you on that. I, I'm, I'm really excited about hearing about all the news that um, people are going to love just the content. I wish it was something that I was that was available when I was interested in entrepreneurship. But of course, I wasn't interested in entrepreneurship when I was a teenager. When I was a teenager, I was into playing video games and hanging out with friends and going to movies and stuff. You're, you're not the typical teenager, uh, Eva, I think. And, and I'd love to know from your own words, like, why do you feel that you have all, the, all this energy to, you know, do these things that you're doing? Um, where, where is this inspiration coming from? Well, when I kind of got the idea to host this conference for other teen entrepreneurs, I started just randomly calling other teen business owners that I was finding online and just having conversations with them about their business. And, you know, it was, it was so nice to to talk to other teens who are, who are running a business like I am. And we had so much in common. And, and one of the common com themes in the conversations I was having with all of these different teens, you know, no matter what their business was, is, is this isolation that we feel, that we feel like we're the only person our age in our community doing what we're doing. And 
in a sense, that isolation is is very real, but it's not necessarily true. Teen entrepreneurship has is becoming more and more popular, and there are a crazy amount of teens out there who are in some way running their own business. And my goal is to create a way where we can finally all connect with each other and, you know, not feel so alone anymore that we we can all support each other together. Well, even before the conference, like even when you started your uh, teensgotsense.com blog, I mean, have you always had the entrepreneurial bug in you? And if not, like, where did it come from? You know, I, I don't think that I did. And I, I don't think that I it really hit me until maybe about like halfway into my second year running Teens Got Sense uh, of what I was actually doing and the possibility that I actually had of where it could go and that I was actually an entrepreneur and that this was a business and, and something that I could, if I worked really hard at, I could grow a lot. Um, and I, I think it took me, I think it took me a while to get to that point um, of, of just finally realizing that. I also think, you know, my mom is a huge supporter of everything that I'm doing is my business partner. And I think that if it wasn't for her kind of, you know, giving me those nudges that I needed um, to, to do the things that I've been doing, it, it wouldn't happen at all. So I think it's really important for not just teens, but everyone to have someone to, to kind of support them and to, you know, give them those nudges when they need them. Yeah, your mom is very supportive. I could see her here on the teenpreneur.com. There's a note from her. Uh, two other parents, actually, on, on under the parents tab. If you want, I'll check it out. There's a nice picture of both of you there. And in there, it says, to be honest, I can't really think of a better way for a teen today to learn about life and success and what they can achieve through hard work than for them to develop their own business. And I, I fully agree with that. I mean, that's why I'm already employing these entrepreneurship principles and skills into my own kids, and they're only six and, and three. And right. these, these skills that I've learned in my late 20s and early 30s are things that I wish I knew a long time ago. So it's it's awesome that you're already experiencing that. But I also know that, you know, I feel like if my parents came to me and they were like, Pat, you should start a business, I'd be, I'd be very, I, you know, when I was a teenager, I'd probably push back because I kind of pushed back on everything they said anyway. But <laughs> um, how could a parent encourage their kids to get involved with entrepreneurship or learn a lot of these uh, life-changing skills that they can learn through business? I think sometimes that, yeah, just coming out and saying like, hey, you should start a business can be kind of hard um, because, as you know, you can't just start a business. If it's not something you care about and not something you're passionate about, it's not gonna it's not gonna work if it's something that is boring to you then you're never gonna put everything you have into it so I think that it's important as a parent to just just to be encouraging to your teen and just kind of foster growth in them to where they can kind of come into it themselves and once they find what they're passionate about and find what they love then maybe start giving those uh, you know, talk, talking to them about like, hey, you could turn this into a business this way, or would you be interested in doing that, that kind of thing. But I think if it's something that you're going to try to force, I don't think that's going to work as well. Is there anything a parent could do to give their son or daughter sort of a taste of entrepreneurship without actually going fully into actually starting a business kind of all out? Is there something one can do to actually introduce them sort of in a small way to see if it's something they're interested in? You know, I think that obviously if, if you're a parent and you're an entrepreneur yourself, that's kind of, that is the best way to do it. But as far as, as introducing it to them in small ways, I, I think just maybe having them 
if you could just, like find a group of entrepreneurs or if you have a friend who's an entrepreneur and maybe just want your child to spend some time with them just to kind of see you know see what they're like and hear the advice that they have to give i think that would be an incredible opportunity yeah that, that's awesome and if, you know there's going to be teens who are listening to this eva and so i'd love for you to talk to them about what they could do to actually get out there, get get connected. Obviously, there's there's the conference, which will have already happened, so there maybe hopefully will be another one next year. But even between then, how could a teenager get involved uh, with business? What are their first steps? How how can they actually start this thing? Well, I think the most important thing is is just that you've, you've got to get started. Sometimes it's really hard to take that first step, but you've just got to do it. Um, you know, I think that going out into your community and networking in whatever kind of groups and business circles that you can. I know here local in Jacksonville where I'm from, um, there is a entrepreneurial meetup that happens every Monday. And I, I don't go every week, but um, it's been amazing. There's always a inspirational speaker and just incredible people from the community that I have gotten to make awesome connections with. And so I think if you can find some kind of group like that to be a part of, that is an excellent place to start. What if... A teen is thinking, well, you know, nobody's going to take me seriously because I'm only a teenager. How would you respond to that? I think that is a, I think that's a very difficult thing to overcome. And that's where this gets hard and you have to be willing to put yourself out there, which is so difficult. It's still difficult for me to do it. Um, even though I've, you know, had, had a good amount of practice at it is you've just got to, be willing to walk right up to people and shake their hands and you know tell them your story but it's it's a hard thing it's a hard thing to get used to and but it's definitely a skill that you need to learn what are some of the skills that you feel like actually are to your advantage as a teenager over somebody who's who's older well it, it's kind of, there's kind of two sides to this because i do see a lot of you know people not taking teens seriously and I think that is a, I think that's a huge issue. But then also if you're a teen who's really, who's running a business, who's really trying to make a difference and trying to, you know, meet this goal of being an awesome entrepreneur, that's also going to catch people's attention and they're going to want to hear from you. They are going to be impressed by you. And so actually sometimes being younger really does play to your advantage and doors get thrown open for you that, you know, wouldn't if you were an adult. Right. As it did with you. Right? <laughs> um, then, and that's why we're here on the show talking about uh, <laughs> teenager related things, uh, which is really cool. And, you know, what are, what are some of the, um, big motivators for teens to actually do run a business? Because I know for me, you know, I have a family to take care of and that's really what's driving me what are some of the aspirations that, that you have, for example, um, and other teens might have? Because, you know, a lot of teens, they don't necessarily know what they want to do with, with the rest of their lives yet. And that's OK. But what are those motivators which are really important to actually motivate oneself to take the action required to build a successful business? Absolutely. Yeah. I One big motivator that I think is is important right now is that it's really hard to get a part time job as a teen. Um, I spent two months last summer looking for a job. Mm -hmm. Um, and it was extremely difficult. And I see, I've heard several stories of teens who have tried to go out and get a job and can't find one. And so they start their own business instead because they, they want to be earning money and they want to be saving for college or, you know, whatever like that. So they, they need that income. Um, but they're just going about it a different way than the traditional getting a part-time job over the summer. Mm -hmm. 
with your website teens uh teens got sense uh which i think is a really smart position because you're right there nobody teaches this stuff uh to kids let alone adults who are just kind of figuring it out along the way what what have been some of the biggest struggles that you've had with that site since you've started i know you started for a project and now it's sort of your full-time thing but you know as most entrepreneurs know it's it's not all uh, unicorns and rainbows, there's a lot of tough times. And what were some of those tough times for you while having this site? I think some of the most difficult times were, you know, sometimes several months would go by where there was, I was seeing no growth, you know, nothing was, nothing really was happening. I was having no opportunities coming in my way and I was, you know, doing everything that I could, but just not, just no growth, not gaining any new readers, anything like that. And I think those times are always really hard because those were definitely the times where I'm like, okay, <laughs> I'm ready to be done with this now. Nothing's happening. And um, I think I'm really glad that I, I stuck that out um, just because of, you know, sometimes you've got to get through a couple of, of dry spells before before things really start picking up. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think another struggle is, is just, finding a good way to, to connect with your audience and, and wanting to be, you know, you, you, as a teen, especially like you look at all of these other amazing bloggers, like you and a bunch of other really big people. And you're just like, Oh, I just, I so, I so want that. And I want, I want it right now. I don't want to have to, you know, do any of the work for it. I just want it. I just want it to happen. And I think for me, in my mind, that's, that has been a struggle of just knowing that it's, it's going to be, it's going to be a process. It's going to be a journey. It's going to take time and hard work and I've got to be willing to put it in for that to happen. Yeah, I mean that's that's really important. I know that, you know, kids are growing up at an age now or in a, in, a, in an era where things are happening really fast and yes. the results can happen much faster. So business, I mean it's still going to take some time to see those results. If you had to start over, if maybe you were going back into the past and starting from scratch again, what what are some of those things that you would do differently since you started Teens Got Sense um that would maybe make those results happen much faster for you? I think that if I like, if I could go back and tell my 16 year old self anything, I, I would tell myself that what I'm doing is a business and that I am an entrepreneur. I think that the moment I realized that everything, like everything kind of turned for me and I had this paradigm shift, paradigm shift of how I was looking at what I was doing before it was just a school project I was putting in the time I was I was working on it and I really enjoyed it but until I kind of had this moment of oh I could I could do this full time I could do this long term I could grow this into something really really awesome it it wasn't until that moment that that it kind of really clicked for me when did that moment happen oh I think it was I think it was after FinCon 2014, maybe, mm-hmm. which that was in New Orleans. I think I came away from that. Um, I had some some awesome mentors kind of give me some advice and, and kind of help me understand some things that I could do to kind of take it to the next level. And I came away from that with these specific steps of things that I could do to to grow Teen Scott Sense. And that's when I realized I was like, oh, like I, I can, this could be more than what it is right now. Yeah, that's awesome. And you had said that uh, you know, obviously you worked really hard to get this up and running. What was that work like for you? Was that time writing? Was that planning? Like what What exactly were you doing? Yeah, writing a lot, you know, going out and getting interviews with people. Um, I have several interviews on Teen Scott Sense with managers about how to get a great part-time job. 
um, and just really trying to to make as many connections as possible. Um, I also work with a couple of other companies that that sponsor my site as kind of a brand ambassador for them, and so making sure that I'm you know fulfilling all of the all of the obligations that I have to all of all of those people. Um, and yeah, right, a lot of writing. <laughs> <laughs> At that time, did you have any urge to? Do other things, for example, I mean, I know that if, if I was, you know, into entrepreneurship back in my teenage years, I'd be so tempted just to just put that aside and just go out with my friends because that's what I really wanted to do. And so how does how does a teen or anyone really balance that urge to just, you know, do fun things versus kind of putting down the effort we need to, to get work done? No, that that is hard. And that was that was definitely a, a struggle of I'm just like, oh, I'm really tired of writing. I don't want to do this anymore. Like, I'd rather be doing other normal teenager things. Um, and I think that's that's where, again, having a support system of, of friends or family around you is most important. Um, you know, for me, that's my mom just reminding me, like, why I'm doing this and how important it is and can kind of, you know, hold me accountable to actually fulfill the commitments that I have to this blog. And um to some of my other clients. What can a teen do if they don't have a support system close by like you did? I think that you've got to get really practical and you've got to, you know, if you, if you need to, then you need to make a plan and have a time management system in place to make sure that you are getting all of your work done um, and everything that needs to be accomplished to grow your business before you can do those other fun things. I think that there, I think that there can be balance there. I don't think that you, if you're a teen running a business, you can't ever have fun. But you, I think it's important for you to have the mindset of you know finishing your work and then maybe you know hanging out with your friends or doing doing whatever it is that you want. Mm-hmm. For me, I mean, I, I use the strategy of using that kind of time as a reward for myself. Mm-hmm. So that actually motivates me to do things uh, the right way, quicker and faster, and uh, actually do that so that I can then do those fun things like hang out with my kids or play video games or whatever I, I, I want to do. I'm, I, I still feel like I'm a teen at heart. You know, I, I like mm-hmm. to do those kinds of things. I still would love to just go fishing with my dad again and play Magic the Gathering all day. That That would be fun that would be a good day anyway um yeah uh even this is great uh to, to finish up i'd love to know sort of what have you what are your aspirations where where do you see yourself five ten years from now that's always such a difficult question um i i really hope to continue this theme of entrepreneurship i i hope to have this conference annually and to really cultivate a community of, of teens that are pouring into each other and i i want to continue doing that for as, as long as I possibly can and, and help kind of kindle this, this fire and this love for business and entrepreneurship and, and teens. Do you feel that that's going to be a little bit challenging as you get older or are you going to continue to sort of brand yourself as the one who actually, you know, you started as a, as a teen, you know how to talk to teens and, and, and that sort of thing? That's, what I'm, that's my hope. That's, that's what I'm planning on. Very nice. Eva, thank you so much for your time and and sharing everything that you've got going on. This is really exciting, and I'm so, so excited. I asked that final question there because I really see big things for you, and you're just an inspiration to me and hopefully a lot of the other people out there who are listening, and especially those who have teens and kids too. So uh, thank you for what you do. Thank you for your energy, and best of luck on the conference. Thanks so much. Eva, where can people find out more about uh, you and what you're up to? 
So you can follow me um, at teenscottsense.com on Facebook and Instagram and Pinterest and then at theteenpreneur.com also on Facebook there. Awesome. Sounds fantastic. Thank you so much for your time. All right. I hope you enjoyed that interview with Ava Baker from teensgotsense.com and also the Teenpreneur Conference, which has already happened. I actually followed up with her to see how it went, and she said it went amazingly, and I can't wait for her to do it again next year. And if the scheduling works out, I'd love to, to be a part of that if possible. It's not always possible. I always get asked to do speaking gigs at, at different places all around the world, and you know, the most important thing to me is whether or not they fit and align with my schedule, and I don't wanna take uh, too much time away from my family at all, and maybe there's a possibility of me bringing them along, and again, it, Depends on when school's happening for the kids, and there's a lot of things involved with that. But anyway, the Team Purdue Conference, amazing. Great job, Ava. Thank you again so much, and thank you for listening to the show. I appreciate you listening all the way through. Hey, really quick, I wanna let you know about a page on the website that might be really helpful for you. A lot of you are already taking action on what you've heard on the podcast, which is fantastic, but a lot of you have also messaged me asking for more, deeper information, more fine-tuned and highly targeted information for specific problems and pains that you might be having. So what I did was I actually put together a few courses. There's more courses actually coming down the road, uh, but you could check out all the courses and things that are available to you there at smartpassiveincome.com slash courses. My team and I have worked really hard to put together the best information that'll help you solve specific problems that you might be having in your business. So if you're just starting out and you need help and you need accountability, handholding, you want a community behind this as well, Check it out, smartpassiveincome.com slash courses. You can see what's available there. All different kinds of courses to help you through a number of different things you might be working on. And like I said, there are more courses coming down the road too. So one more time, smartpassiveincome.com slash courses. Thanks so much, I appreciate you, and I look forward to serving you in the next episode of the SPA podcast. Until then, uh, come back to the blog, smartpassiveincome.com slash session 234. Leave a comment for Ava. I'm sure she'd love to see what you have to think about this. And uh, again, check out the Team Purdue Conference. All you teenagers and young kids out there listening, I hope this inspired you. And um, and if only I could go back in time, right? No. Thanks again, and I'll see you guys later. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Smart Passive Income Podcast at www.smartpassiveincome.com. So podcasting is obviously a big deal here at SPI, and today I'm so excited to tell you about our newest podcast, yes, a brand new podcast called Flops. Flops is all about exploring, celebrating, and normalizing failure in the entrepreneurial journey. Every entrepreneur experiences failure at some point, so I love that we're just facing it head on here. And the show is hosted by two members of the team, Karen and Ray, and in it they talk to entrepreneurs who have had stumbles, setbacks, and flat-out failures. These guests are honest and generous with their stories, and I think they offer hope and encouragement for all other entrepreneurs out there because we all experience it, right? We all experience failure. For example, in the first episode, Ray talks to John, who got caught up in a Ponzi scheme. It's a story with twists and turns that will keep you hooked. It's a great story. I highly recommend you check it out. But one thing I love about Flops is that it doesn't dwell on the failure, and it always finds a bright side. I really love it, and I think you will too. So the first season of Flops has already started with new episodes dropping on Wednesdays. You can find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts. You can also listen at smartpassiveincome.com slash flops. Again, that's smartpassiveincome.com slash flops. I hope you enjoy it.